Here's a thought about abandoned places. After 30 years of publishing lens work, abandoned places would rank right up there with the most frequent submission we receive. There are a few other topics that go along with it, but I'm not sure any of them would surpass abandoned places as the number one theme for a photographic project. And I've wondered about this for a long time. I love photographing abandoned places too. So there's something a bit universal about photographers wanting to photograph these places. We see submissions of abandoned farmhouses and all kinds of abandoned factories and barns and amusement parks. And sometimes these projects are fantastic, and we love publishing them. So don't let this discourage you if you've got a project about an abandoned place. I'm not suggesting you shouldn't send it in for submission. But more frequently than not, what we see is something I might characterize as crumbling architecture. Lots of times photographed from outside the abandoned place. So what we see in the photographs is essentially dilapidated buildings. Nothing wrong with that, and we've published some of that. The architecture can be quite fun. But usually it's a lot less interesting than the stories of the people and the older times, the nostalgia, if you will, that these abandoned buildings and places can portray. So the line of demarcation seems to be Does the photographer focus on the people and the story and what's been left behind and a little bit of what happened there in the abandoned place, how they lived, what work they did, etc.? Or is it simply buildings and doors and windows and roofs and walls and floors? And if you look back at those projects that we've published in Lenswork, you see most of them go beyond the architecture. The stories of an abandoned place are almost always interesting, but they're very difficult to photograph. For one thing, everybody's gone, so they're people-less photographs. And that's why I always recommend people search for evidence of people. Are there articles of clothing? Are there handwritten notes Can we see the wear and tear on a tool or a wall or a light switch or some such thing? Can we see something other than the remains of the architectural blueprint? The more you can introduce the presence or the absence of people, the more likely you are to communicate a story of the abandoned place and the more interesting it's probably going to be photographically. The other hard part about abandoned places is this business about being locked out. There are no super hard and fast rules that shouldn't be broken, but in general, I would say that getting inside an abandoned building is probably where the best photographs are going to be made. When you're outside the building, all you can do is point your lens at the structure, like I say, the windows, the doors, the walls, the porch, But when you can get inside, then all of a sudden you have all of that from the outside plus everything that is left as evidence of the story. That sense of history is terrific. Maybe that's why we photograph it. 
Maybe that's why there's so many of us who love photographing abandoned places because of the sense of history and story that's there. It could also be, as I've often speculated, that a lot of times in an abandoned place you don't have to have permission, where it's much scarier to ask permission to go into a business that's still running or someone's home. So most of those kinds of photographs end up being where someone has a connection with the business or they photograph from their own home or their family and friends' homes. But abandoned places you can get into without permission most of the time. And usually when you can't, it's because they're so structurally unsound that they're dangerous. But getting inside, hopefully with permission, to photograph inside an abandoned place is almost always more interesting than if you're stuck photographing from the perimeter. Copyright 2023 Lenswork Publishing